Let, let me get a hundred pound ball Hello and welcome to the Bantam Moon Podcast <sighs> with me, Reece Saunders. Joining me is my Matt Jackson to my Nick Jackson and Carl Pierce. Hello. And my Hornswoggle to my Fit Findlay, Liam Hall. Hello. Sorry, I, I, my, my, my Blue Yeti seems a bit um, off today. I, I don't know what it is, but um, my boys, yeah. my boys, it's so good to be back with you again. Hornswoggle, thank you. <laughs> I've just yeah, got the horns wackle to our DX. <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah, I've just given my mod credit some Bluetooth, so it might be working. Um but yeah, no, we are here as we always <laughs> to talk about uh, the Premier League fixtures. Uh, we're just we're going to talk about midweek games as well, involving our respective clubs, and also games that happened over the weekend. Carl is very much looking forward to talking about Sheffield United versus Manchester United. But before we get into it. How how are you boys? How are we hang? How, how are we today? Yeah, good, excited because it's uh, for our wrestling fans that listen. It's Royal Rumble night, so uh, I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, all, all, all all good here. Yeah, just um, I mean every day kind of feels the same, but I'm I'm alive. <laughs> I'm not dead. I might be getting a job, um, and I hope um, Goldberg wins tonight. Come on, Goldberg! Woo! I mean, every employee that will hire you will listen to these podcasts and realise. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got to talk to you guys about that. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we're not erasing the entire back catalogue. Uh, I, I, I mean, there's a reason why Twitter's um, on private, but. Um... <laughs> I mean, you know, there's there's another reason as well. Pe- people who will employ Liam, he will say th- he will say things that might be a good idea, but he doesn't really ha- know what they'll bring to the company. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> look look out for that, those great analogies from Liam Hall. Yeah, there's a reason I'm not in business. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like no, leave it like this. Well, I'm gonna buy GameStop stock, but I don't really know what you'll add to myself. <laughs> then you, you know what I do? I, I'll, I'll buy it like a year later. They'll <laughs> also want to rehire that employee you let go years ago because he was no good. A <laughs> <laughs> high back CEO who's been dead still for do a job. They can still do a job for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, t- t- I mean, too, is that that employee could be dead and leaving like this. No, no, let's bring him back. Let's bring him back. He's he, he was a very good employee, but he's no longer living. <laughs> and it's out there. <laughs> yeah. oh. Also, he does mistr- uh, misplaced and also uh, hurt his um, other servants. I mean, no, I, I wouldn't say hurts. I, I would say um, I, I, I struck, you know, tough love. I, I think that's the best way to kind of say it. I mean, you know, it, it's a complicated relationship we have. I mean, whipping Jeeves is not a... Uh, it doesn't sound like tough love. It just sounds like... Well, a it, 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 in fairness, that was outside of work hours. <laughs> How is Jeeves, by the way? 
Oh, you know, he's he's good actually. He's just in the other room actually. Um, I I, I can go I can go get him if you want. Ah, um, we move now on to the okay. uh, Premier League <laughs> fixtures. So, uh, we'll get uh, we'll kick it off straight away with uh, disappointment for. I don't know. We'll, we'll start happy times. We'll go on with Arsenal against Southampton at home, a rematch of the FA Cup game uh, three days earlier. Uh, this time, Arsenal running out three-one winners. Uh, uh, going behind to a Scott Armstrong goal after three minutes, but Arsenal responded well. Goals by Nicola Pepe, um, Bakaya Saka, and, and uh, Alexandra Lacazette. Um, a good result to bounce back from, Liam, would you say? Yeah, I think so. Particularly from, um, you know, the absolute monstrosity that was the FA Cup, where we had, I think, we had five people out in that game. But yeah, this, this, was, a, this was a much better result. It was... Something that was really nice to see was Pepe kind of redeeming himself a little bit. He was at fault for the first goal, but on the left wing, he looks a lot more dangerous. He looks like he can move, at least. You know, he's running a lot, he's passing a lot. I really like what I saw from him. And, I mean, Saka's just been a revelation. And a match we come on to later, which he missed, I think we really missed him dearly. No, I, I think it, you think you're really well. I think I'd say it's a really good thing to make back. Fifth win in six league games as well. This was, mm. and you go above Southampton uh, for the first time since November. So it just shows the resurgence is happening. Um, I, I, I just want you can't praise the sacker enough. I think this season he's been, I think, arguably Arsenal's best player. Yeah, he's been mm. very good, hasn't he? Yeah, um, I, I think we still, I think we still miss Kintini, but I think. Cedric Suarez has been an absolutely fantastic replacement for him, or at least a fill-in. Considering he isn't left-footed, I think he's he's absolutely phenomenal, to be honest. Mm. No, I, I completely agree. I think he, there's, there's, a, there's a little bit of quality about him. And, yeah. And I'm, I'm shocked that Southampton let him go on a free transfer. I know he wanted to leave, but Southampton let him go on a free when, um, they, they, I mean, Yad Valerie, no disrespect to Yad Valerie. Um, Suarez is a lot better than him, yeah. In well, my I opinion, we, I seem to remember when we got got him on loan. They were very confused why we asked for him on loan because they they were. I think at the time they were more than happy to let him go. To be honest, yeah, he 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 was at Inter Milan on loan. I think at the start of the season that he came back and then they just let him go out again. And yeah, um, very strange dealings there at Southampton. But I just to, I, to talk about Southampton. I just want to say two players I think had absolute mares in this game. Uh, Theo Walcott and Che Adams, they were absolutely shocking for Southampton. They, they, they were just really poor, especially how well Walcott played in the FA Cup game. Yeah. He I mean, was very poor, very poor. Yeah, Che Adam has had some decent passing, but yeah, I think um, they really struggled to, to kind of contend with the press, I, I, they, so they didn't really get much service, which is a bit of a surprise, but um, I don't know, I, I don't think it's an awful Southampton performance, but I think we definitely, um, we played them at their own game, and I think we kind of struggled with that a little bit. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I mean, uh, as I said, they took the lead. Um, Ward Prowse, corner, Armstrong ran onto it, good, good finish. Um, mm. past Leno and Ars- I mean, yeah, granted, Arsenal's Michael could be a lot better, but regardless, it was a good finish. But then Arsenal, um, Pepe said Pepe really well. Um, and uh, him and Xhaka combined well for the goal, I want to say. I think that uh, very good, uh, combination with the yeah. goal. Yeah, I've actually been really impressed with Xhaka since Christmas. I think he's really come onto like a bit of form and he looks solid, solid defensively. And I think he's kind of showing 
good parts of his game. I mean, we've seen enough of the, of the bad parts, so it's nice to see the good parts. <laughs> <at least. laughs> Carl is praising Granite Xhaka. What do we do? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, then uh, there's a Saka uh, scoring as uh, again, get uh, scoring again. Um, I agree with you completely about what you say for the other game. But do you think? Um, do you think he, he, he heavily reliant on Saka? Do you think? Um, as, as of now, I it's, it's hard to say. I, I I don't know how much he would have changed about a result that's coming off a bit later. Although we definitely do miss him. Um, I mean, we seem to have a, a core. Of players which we which are very important. I mean, when Saka played, but Emil Smith Rowe didn't. I think we kind of were still quite lacking attacking wise. So I think we're definitely reliant on some players. Um, yeah. Obviously, we had we had a Bamiang missing as well. Um, Kian Tierney, who's a great attacking outlet for us. So I think considering the people missing, I thought we did a I thought we did a very good job. Oh yeah, no, no, no disagree there. I think I think this was probably one of the best horse displays I've seen this season. Um, just in terms of play and the fact is that they, I mean, to us, the best display I've seen against, against West Brom. But you know, it's West Brom, nothing special. They're a shit team. Um, <laughs> God, it, imagine supporting West Brom. Just, just couldn't. Oh, it's, it's, it's honestly, I, I feel sorry for people. Oh, God, yeah, just... yeah, I mean, you'd have, you'd have to have a real lack of taste, I think, to support West Brom. <laughs> no, you're just a sucker for punishment. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, just some stats when we move on from this game and we get on to um, the other one. So only Man, Man City have, have won more points than Arsenal uh, since Boxing Day. Uh, and Lacazette has been involved in more goals for Arsenal in all seasons. Um He's only been involved more in more goals since Nicola Pepe. So Pepe's been involved in nine. He's got six goals and three assists, and Lacazette's been involved in 12. And Lacazette is the first Arsenal player to reach 10 goals in all competitions this season. Whilst he has done hit, uh, he has hit double figures uh, in all four seasons since joining Arsenal. Jeez, so, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have thought about Pepe. What? Pepe being involved, Pepe scoring six goals. That, 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 that shocked me. Mm. Yeah, he's had a quite. I mean, I think some of that is Europa League, which you know, take with a grain of salt. But I, I think there is a talented player in there. I think it's just consistency. And yeah, yeah, I, 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 I quite like Pepe because he does a lot of the shift defensively as well as attacking wise. Um, yeah, yeah. But he, yeah, he just needs to kind of find the motivation. I think to be consistent, which which he hasn't really had for a while. Yeah. No, I, I agree there completely. So we, we, we'll move on now to Man City 5, West Brom 0. Um, Mate, you, I mean, you have, a, have a floor. Um, <laughs> this was probably one of the best team displays I've seen in, in terms of Man City. Um, they were just relentless. They were incredible. They attacked well. Um, Ilkay Gundogan looks like fucking the second coming of Yaya Toro for Man City in terms of goals and the, the presence he has. And yeah, yeah, he seems to have really uh, stepped up this season, uh, Gundogan. I've never been that impressed with him, but uh, I've got to say, this season he, he looks the business so far. <laughs> I mean, he really does. I mean, he's, just, he's I think he's got some, what eight goals in six games or something like that now, mm. and. 
Yeah, he's just come out. No, I mean, let's let's be honest. No one thought Gundogan would be possibly first name on that team sheet now when he is. He's mm. playing that well. The problem the form of his life, and it's nice to see because he's had a lot of stop start, a lot of stop start injuries. He's um, immensely talented footballer, and he's shown it now. Now he's got some, uh, now he's getting some games, but um, and also his assist for um, Cancelo as well. Um, for me, I would have said he was offside. Uh, just offside, but Vietvar went decided not to, so it was two 0 mm. I have, I have seen it, and I didn't watch the match live, but I've seen it in retrospect, and it, I think it was just on personally. But that's just my opinion. It is very, t- it yeah. is very, t- it is very tight. I, know, I, I mean, just... if, you, if you talk about VAR, I mean, to a fault, it's almost a bit too accurate. So I think it probably was the right decision. You would be saying. You wouldn't be saying it if it was against your teams. Um, no, probably not. But there you go. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so Gundogan scoring again after 30 minutes, seventh goal of the season. He played in the De Bruyne role. And we were sort of saying, oh, City, they might miss De Bruyne. No. Um, and then Mares making it 4 0 at half time. I then decided to drink. Uh, my sorrows away after this. Um, <laughs> I was dege- I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie, guys. I turned it off. I turned it off after at half time. There was no way I was gonna watch it because I genuinely believed it was gonna be about six, seven, eight, possibly nine nil. The way he playing. Yeah, I mean, I I said to Nathan, I think uh, nine nil record could be in trouble here. <laughs> 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 Reese, I have a question. What, what do you think of Pep Guardiola calling Allardyce a genius? <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking idiot, honestly. I mean, in what way is that fucking oaf a genius? Oh, it keeps it keeps getting jumps in football. So. I mean, there's, there's a certain there's a certain genius to that. You can show, I think I can guarantee you probably show a picture of uh, Nikola Tesla and Sam Allardyce, and uh, Guardiola would say Allardyce is more of a genius than Nikola Tesla. I mean, in, in fairness, Nikola Tesla did marry a pigeon, so I, I think no, his is. best no, his best friend was a pigeon. I, I suppose he married a pigeon. No, his best friend was a pigeon. That was you, Liam. <laughs> he's, just, he's just hoping. Oh, that makes it okay if someone like Tesla's done it. I, no. <laughs> For all employees listening to this, that did not happen. Liam, your mic has got distorted again. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, I, I genuinely did turn this out? game. <laughs> Oh, he escaped! He escaped! Oh shit! Oh god! Oh, he's shitting all over the place! Oh, he's got my eyes! He's got my eyes! I can't see! (laughs) Shame we can still hear you, innit? Um, but yeah, uh, as of this game was playing on, this was uh, we lost five. This was our last uh, last. We lost our last five games at home um, for the first time in seventeen years, and we conceded twenty-two goals in the process. 
That's just that, that, that that's how bad it was. Um I mean to be honest, we started the, we had, we we did have two minutes of good play though. Two minutes of good play. And then we had eighty eight minutes of just being absolutely dominated. Yeah, you, you started well. <laughs> no, we didn't. But <laughs> no, well, for you, you started well. <laughs> um, I mean, Foden. No, I just say I think Foden had a great game as well. But that, that, you know, that was his hundredth game for uh, Man City in all competitions, and he's only four years old. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> do, do you remember people were saying that he should move away? I know. It was, everyone, everyone was saying that. Oh, Phil Foden can't eat, can't replace David Silva. They're going to miss David Silva big time. No, no. That just, just all, all those people that said that. Just they obviously don't know football. And for, I think Phil Foden is possibly one of the most exciting English talents I've seen. Yeah, he's, he's a phenomenal player on, on on his day. I think. I think he's actually. Um, actually, I don't know if I can say that. It is, it's, it, I've, always, I've always had a bit of a weird relationship with um, Sterling, but I, I think Foden looks like the real deal. He looks like he could, he could carry a team. Mm. I mean, you look at this here. Look, look, just to, look at England. We've got in that position, attacking before. We've got, we've got you know, Saka can play there. You've got Foden. You've got Madison. Um, you've got um, Rashford can play there as well. Just so much talent in Madison. there. Madison. Kane could play there. And we'll still, and we'll still be shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to the semi-finals of a world. Smith Rowe could play oh. there as well. Who? Smith Rowe could play there as well. I meant good English players, Liam. Wow, okay, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, but um, just sort of talk about City, though, just to start. That was City's 11th game in a row that they've won, and apparently they couldn't get to the top four. Yeah, I still don't think they'll finish top four, Reese. No, neither do I. I mean, you know. Hey, they, wait. They, they... Do, do you remember who agreed with me at the time? Um, no. <laughs> um, we have no memory of that. Yeah, mm. shouldn't live. Um, <laughs> so, uh, just <laughs> so just some stats though. Uh, City have won seven consecutive top-flight games for the first time since August 2019. Uh, as of this game. Uh, and this was Sam, uh, West Brom's Sam Allardyce is the first manager since Chris Ramsey at QPR to lose his first four home Premier League games in charge of a club and he's a fucking genius yeah <laughs> um, I actually and- think City look, uh, could be good for the league title um, they've proven in other years once they get uh, top they're very hard to uh, uh, move <laughs> Yeah, get off there, yeah. But talking about teams at the top of the league, Carl, let's, let's talk about Wednesday night, Manchester United against Sheffield United, Man United top of the league against bottom of the league, uh, Sheffield United. Um, Carl, um, can you talk us through what happened? Uh, me no comprehende. <laughs> I think, I think uh, Liam. I think me and you could talk about this game. We'll just we'll, we'll let the Spaniard, um, you know, in, interject when he wants. Liam, what happened? What, what was the, what was the score, please, Liam? Uh the score was two. Well, that's all we've got time for. <laughs> How about that? Uh, goodbye from me. Um, no, the score no, was. But... That's the score 
I'm, ho- I'm helping you out. <laughs> I know what the score was. No, it was what? a it was a very poor showing by Man United in all all seriousness. It was like um, I don't know, perhaps we'd got a bit overconfident and we thought we could just show up and win. It was very sort of lacklustre. Um, it was a good goal to um, opening it up for Sheffield United. We're getting too used to conceding the first goal. And I think they probably believed that they'd go on and win it again. And when Maguire uh, drew us level in the second half of a, a very good header, actually, a good delivery by Alex Tellez. He's very good at um, corners and um, dead ball opportunities, Tellez, to be fair to him. Perhaps one of the best ones we've got at the club. I don't know if you two guys would agree, but I think it's something we've been we've been lacking in recent years is uh, uh, dead ball specialists. Yeah, no, I agree with that one. But then you have got a penalty mer- merchant in your team, so... Yeah, yeah, uh, we have. Um, <laughs> but, unfortunately, um, some, yeah, I mean, it was horrendous defending, wasn't it? They were trying to play the ball from the back, and it just didn't work, and they gave it away, and uh, Sheffield United scored a very... Uh, a good goal on their account, but a very sloppy one to give away for us. Um, out of the Burke scoring, which uh, gave them the win, and yeah, we just—it was just so lackluster by us. It really was. I can't. I've got no complaints. We uh, fully deserved to lose that match because we didn't. We didn't play well enough. Do you feel like some chances went against you though? I I, I feel like you probably should have had um, like I think some of the decisions. Oh yeah, yeah, no, because no, I was trying to remember the first goal and it it just gone. But now you said that, yeah, it was that. Um, Maybe a slight infringement on De Gea, I don't know. But then we had a goal ruled out, we're very, very similar. So um, maybe maybe it was harsh that our, our first goal was ruled out because there wasn't much um, wasn't much in it. But it is what it is. We still, I still don't feel we played well enough. So you can go on about decisions not going our way, but we should have had. We should have had enough to put Sheffield um, Sheffield United away, but we just I don't know, a very lacklustre performance, I thought. The second goal the, the defending was I don't know what they were doing. It was it was just so woeful. <laughs> you say woeful, we say be- beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was I mean, this was I think one of May not is worst displays in recent weeks, especially yeah. how you've been, especially how mm. you've been playing. Uh, Martial just looks, uh, Martial looked really poor. Um, De Gea as well. I think De Gea is a questionable goalkeeper decision this game. He was, he was poor. Um, but, I mean... I think the whole team was, the whole team was poor, really, if you, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah, do, do, do you know what I did for this game? So I think you May United at home, they're on form. A fucking triple captain Bruno Fernandes just didn't work. Well, I had him. I got got, got six points. I had him as normal captain, but I managed like 19 game week points for that that entire midweek games. None of the the players I had scored or, or created a goal. I think I honestly, I think 1.4 million people picked Bruno Fernandes at triple captain Bruno Fernandes. You, you, you would have done. You would have done. But but, yeah. say, but say that, you know you know people say he goes missing the big games. Yeah, he, he goes missing the small games as well, doesn't he? He's, he's, yeah, in fact, I think he's the most overrated player of all time now. He's, he's actually very good. He's player. obviously he's obviously Shocking. rubbish. 
No, no, I think I think what it is, but I say that, but what they did well, I think what Sheffield United did well, they marked him out the game. Mm. And I think that I think that's what happens. I think when when you mark Fernandez at the game, man, you know you don't have an outlet, they don't have a plan B. And it's it's unfortunate to see for them because it's they've got all they've got talented players in like Rashford, Pogba, uh, Marshall, Greenwood, when they turn up. But it's I feel so sorry for Bruno Fernandez. The fact that everything is on him. Well, all our forwards seem out of, out of form at the moment. Cavani hasn't scored in his last couple of games. Um, mm-hmm. Rashford looks burnt out. I don't know what Martial's problem is. I mean, he was spectacular last season, especially yeah. after the. After the lockdown break, when when football resumed, uh, scoring I think twenty one, twenty two goals last season. But this season, he's just he's he's just been awful. A lot I've heard a lot of people saying perhaps Ali's playing Rashford and Martial on the wrong side. So perhaps he needs to tinker about their positions or something. I don't know, but yeah, both players are looking out of sorts at the moment. Yeah, I, I agree. And I just want to say that for me, man, the match of this game was for Jagielka. He had an absolute beast oh, of a game. Yeah, he was mm. he was everywhere. Thirty eight really years was. of age. Thirty eight years of age of performing like that in the Premier League. Incredible. Incredible. Mm. Um he, I mean he showed my he showed uh, Mason Greenwood that you could be all talented and all this quick, but there's nothing beats experience and reading the game. And I think that's it, it's uh, it was it was nice to see. Yeah, uh, dare I say the sort of player West Brom were hoping Ivanovic would uh, would be for them? Oh yeah, I agree with that completely. I mean, that, that's the I think what people said that you can lose your legs, you can you can lose your pace, everything like that, but you'll never you lose that. Lose understand- that's it. You'll never lose the understanding of the game. If you mm-hmm. read the game well, you can you can play well well past your prime. And that's Jaggy Al. Jaggy Al was thirty eight, but he read he read that game so well. He was everywhere at the right time. And yeah, it was just it, it was just a really, really good performance from a, a veteran, so to speak. But just some stats before we move on. Uh Man United have lost four of their four of their ten, ten Premier League home games this season, the most of the campaign since um David Moyes and Roy Giggs were in charge, where they lost seven. Uh Man United have lost two of their last four Premier League home games against the side starting the day bottom of the table. Um and since the start of last season, no Premier League side has conceded more goals from core situations than Man United. Which no, is, I, didn't know, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, yeah. More go- um, so you're level with Brighton and Chelsea on 14. We need to need to sort that out, then. Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, that's the, you, you, you've only really got... Your team's not exactly big, though. Is it? It's not a big team in terms of height. It's very... Mm. There's, there's, I mean, Maguire's the only one that stands out, but he's got a f- fucking head like a shovel. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's why he stands out. But um, just before we move on, though, to other games uh, for the weekend, we'll just go through the results. So West Ham beating Crystal Palace 3 2. Two goals by Suchek and Dawson for West Ham. Saha Batshuayi scored for Palace. West Ham, probably the surprise of the season so far. Um, Leeds beating Newcastle 2-1 goals from um, Belolli and Harrison for Leeds um, and then on Wednesday Burnley probably the one that I think for me the one of the most entertaining games of the season uh, again Aston Villa 3-2 winners coming they were behind twice and they won uh, then uh, Thomas Tuchel should be sacked um, because he only managed a 0-0 draw with Wolves uh, should have kept Frank Lampard 
<laughs> uh, Brighton nil, Fulham nil, and Leicester won. Uh, Everton won. Goals of Tielemans and Rodriguez. Uh, so Hammers, um, respectively, for those clubs. Um, before we move on, though, before we move on to the weekend fixtures, um, would you agree with that? West Ham are the surprise package of the season. Yeah, and I think they've made a crucial sign in, which could lead them to win the entire Premier League because they've just signed <laughs> the best player of all time. <laughs> yeah, in uh, Syed Ben Rama. Yeah, he's permanent. He's, yeah, he's a permanent yeah, transfer nah. now. So. No, no, I'm, I, you know who I mean, Jesse Lingard. I think I, mean, I know. I know it's a sore spot for you, Reese, because you were hoping to acquire him for West Brom, <laughs> but. Shut up, shut up. But I mean, you look at it again. David, Mo- everyone was saying that everyone laughed at West Ham when they appointed David Moyes. Everyone laughed at him because I, I do, I do believe David Moyes does get some unfair stick. The fact is that he was a fantastic manager for Everton, but nobody thinks about that no more. All they focus on is how he, he fouled at Man United. But what is it at West Ham? Is he's, he's done really well? I mean, they see as of, as we talk right now, they sit fifth at the table. They're only they're only four points off the top. Only four points off third. Um, they are four points out of Arsenal, as well. And I, yeah, I think they've had a fantastic season personally. I think, and also Mikel Antonio just keep look, he's just getting better and better with age. Yeah, he looks uh, an amazing player at the moment. I mean, as much as I hate david moyes and i'll always hate him i think west ham are doing very well and um they've got about it quietly no one's really mentioned them as well i was like just looking at the league to see where teams were the other day and i thought oh crap it was west ham were that far up the table now mm-hmm. i mean i'll I tell you what I, I, just a stat as well only uh fernandez has been involved in more goals um from the midfield position than uh, suchek all oh, right so go. i think he's been, he's been a very good signing uh, mm. for them um, considering yeah. he's a CDM as well, I think it's very, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a very bizarre start. I think it is. I mean, I, 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 I think, yeah, I, I just, I think they, I mean, when they play against us, it was they, they were really good. It was that was a good game against us versus West Ham. It was a very good game, but um, yeah, I think I think West Ham potentially could finish there or thereabouts in the season. They've they've done play, played really well. Just keep that momentum going. Uh, but I mean, I do worry for them if they do get injury to. Antonio or a person like that. So, uh, but we'll move on now. I think we'll start with we'll start with uh, your game. Uh, your no no we'll start with my game actually. Sorry no. Uh, West Brom versus Fulham. Uh, two t- a very entertaining game in the second half especially. Um, finishing two two. Goals by uh, Bobby Reed and Ivan Cavallero for Fulham. Goals by Kyle Bartley and Mateus Pereira uh, for West Brom. Um, first half, this was absolutely shocking from a West Brom point of view. I mean, we offered no no outlet. There was no attacking emphasis on the on the uh, on the game. We just sat deep and we invited Fulham to attack and attack. But it, it took us forty three minutes to have a shot on goal. In that time, Fulham had eight. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the game plan was for. West Brom going into the match, but yeah, as you say, the first half you, you offered nothing at all. It was a very sort of disappointing display, to say the least. It really was. I mean, I mean, twenty-three minutes in, Dorothy O'Shea gets taken off for, for Carlin Grant. If that was the case, why not just start Carlin Grant from the start? Why start with five at the back? It just it made no. And I feel really, I feel really bad for um, 
for Dara Shea, especially a young player as well, being taken off. Being taken off, it's not going to lose confidence any good. Um, I think Kieran Gibbs in the first half was woeful. Um, Bobby Reed just ran him ragged, and um, Fulham should have been at least three, four up at half time. Mm. I, 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 to be fair, Reed seems like a very, very good player, and um, but but yeah, Kieran Gibbs should, should be doing a, a little bit better against him, considering his experience. Exactly. What happened? What what was happening a lot is we, for some reason, the fullbacks are being sucked in, even though the two centre halves, in that when we had sorry, we had three centre halves on the pitch at that point, they were they, they were in their positions to deal with it. But no, what Gibbs kept doing was was Gibbs kept doing this, kept coming, get sucked into the middle. Reed was on his own, and yeah, he he, he should have had two when he hit the post. He he hit the post for for a second shot, but um, second half though, Diania came on. And he changed the game. Changed the game completely. Did more in did more. I felt, I felt he, he did more in thirty seconds than Callum Robinson did for forty five minutes. He put pressure on the back the back uh, the back three, and we, we scored a goal through Carl Bartley. Good finish, I think, by Bartley as well. Um, good crossing from uh, Pereira. And good finish on Bartley. And then, yeah, he, he then set up uh, Mateo Pereira, spots up. And I think, right, here we go. We can hold on here. We can hold on here. And an absolutely fantastic cross by um, Harrison Reed. Fantastic crossing. And then, yeah, Cavalero scored. But, yeah, I, uh, I think a point was, I think a point was fair for both teams, especially at the second half. It was like night. It was like night and day, uh, West Brom in the first and second half. It really was. Yeah, it, it really was. Um, I think uh, it was just. I think it was. A, it was. To me, this was a six point, especially we got Sheffield United on Tuesday night, and that's, I think that. Yeah, sorry, uh, that's a proper six pointer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and this this was as well. We, you know, we, we uh, obviously the us and Fulham are in the bottom three, and if we would have won this, we would have got to fourteen points. Would have been we would have gone ahead of them. Uh, alas, we didn't win, so we still sit six points from safety. But we are. This is a step in the right direction on this display, especially and especially how you play against Man City. Um, <coughs> but I, I think I, I, Nathan made a good point there about home form not really meaning anything, and I do agree. Um, without the crowd, without the fans there, without that atmosphere, it really is hard to differentiate between home and away right now. Yeah, I think, uh, I forgot what it was, but one of the commentators was saying in an earlier game this season that there's never been so many away wins since the, the no crowd, you know, the no crowd thing. It was our, mm. it was, it was our game. Uh, Guy Mowbray said it mm. in our one. He, he said that, for the first, I think for the first time in since records were, were done, that the uh, the away form is better than the home form for every every club. Um, you're, I mean, not so uh, you're not saying, sorry, go on. Especially for Man United, I mean, what Man United won fourteen at home, get won fourteen away games, or won beaten away in a year, but you've lost four at home just in the season alone. So it, it's mm. it just shows that yeah, home form is a bit ropey, but and it shows you how crucial the fans are as well, doesn't it? Yeah, they just I mean, bring that into focus. They are we, they are like a twelfth man, especially yesterday. Especially if, if if the fans were there, if we were there yesterday. 
we would have been pro- the atmosphere would have been proper like rowdy mm. would have been up for it and we probably would have it probably would have gone on to them but it's it must be it must be really hard to to be motivated right now to play i mean when you've got no we haven't got that encouragement from the fans or you haven't got that that oomph from it and it is it is weird i mean i i, I mean i know it's been nearly a year since it's been happening but i'm still not used to it I hate no, it's, it's it is it is um it is awful, but you know, sooner we can get fans back in the stadiums, the better. But I don't want that happening until it's completely safe to do so. Yeah, I don't think, it, I don't think it's worth all this. All you can have five thousand people in the in the stadiums. I think you know they need to you know they need to wait until it's properly safe to do so because it'll just set everything back again if they start yeah. fannying around I, too I, soon. I, 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 I genuinely think 2022 possibly we might get fans. I don't think we'll mm. see fans this year. I, I don't think we'll see fans this year. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I know. Not this, not this season anyway. It might be late into next season, perhaps. But yeah, yeah, you're possibly right there, Reese. That that first game when everyone goes back and it's a full state, full a full stadium, it's going to be mm. yeah, it's going to be something. And, I, and the I mean, irony of the irony of it is, it's going to be at. Um... Man City and it feels like nothing will change <laughs> <laughs> when Man City were told they could have 5,000 people in that was their full capacity <laughs> they were like where are we going to get that many fans from <laughs> <laughs> but no I, 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 I mean I, I am really missing it right now I mean especially um, I mean, Saturdays used to just be, but what it would be is you go to work. When it gets back Thursday, you're looking forward to the football. You get, you can have a beer with your mates. Um, you can just go watch your football, speak to people there, have a laugh, and then yeah, it was lovely. It was absolutely brilliant. And I think that's what it is. And I think people are taking that for granted how much we actually miss doing things like that. I mean, I, I, I really miss going to the pub and watching a football game. I think that I think that I think that's one of the biggest mm. things I missed. Mm. I, I miss saying, "Oh, do you want to go?" Say, say if we're playing away in midweek, um, oh, do you want to go watch? The, do you want to go to the pub watch a game? Yeah, I'm down for that. The last game I watched at the pub was uh, West Brom versus Birmingham away, and Charlie Austin scored those. Charlie Austin scored those two goals, and that, um, yeah. That 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 that's been nearly this. It would be two years come December this year, and it's oh wow, it's horrible, horrible God, who, to think. Who, who who would have thought you would actually miss Charlie Austin scoring <laughs> and celebrating and Charlie Austin scoring? Exactly, that, <laughs> that's the thing. It's no, I can remember that day because my friend took a chip from my plate and I went mad at him. <laughs> oh, oh, so angry. I, 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 you know how I put Liam on thirty second mutes? Yeah. I did that for 20 minutes. <laughs> he, oh. he, he, he was on a 20-minute mute. I wanted, I wanted to stab him with the fork. There's no bigger crime than stealing food off your plate. I mean, uh, there isn't. I mean, let, let's be honest. Is is that the worst thing you could do to another human being? With it, it could with, be. Evolving. <laughs> especially, especially when you're with that person who goes... No, I don't want any chips. And then they yeah. start taking yours. You said I don't want any. No, it was no. I said, I said, I said to him, I said, do you want anything? I'll, I'll get you something. Do you want anything? Chips was like, I went no. And then proceeded to take one from my plate. 
Oh my! That's what pissed me off even more. <laughs> oh, I want, I want, I wanted to stab him. I'm saying no because they're a human. They can take a few free chips off you. That's that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, what get me? What gets me as well? When people don't have a drink, or oh, have a drink? No. This is this is my drink. I paid money for it. You're not having any. <laughs> oh, horrible! Well, back to Fulham versus West Brom. <laughs> There's <laughs> <laughs> um, some stats though. West Brom have taken five points from Allardyce's eight Premier League games in charge, with only Fulham, Newcastle, and Wolves being up fewer since his uh, since his first match as Albion manager. Um, and since Allardyce has took charge of West Brom, Mateus Pereira has had a direct hand in five at the pre- uh, Albion's seven goals in the top flight, scoring four and assisting another three. So you're so it. lucky. You're so lucky. You've got him. You'd be in even deeper trouble if you if you didn't have Ferrero. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he ain't gonna be there at the end of the season. <laughs> and I, I think we give some paradise for genius. To be honest, because I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, that's a genius sounding tact uh, statistics. If ever I heard them. Um... <sighs> yeah, just talk about one of the statistics though. I, before we get to your game, sorry, I just want to talk about Wolves. Um, so Wolves losing again, sorry, against Crystal Palace. Um, that is, their, I think, their seventh loss in a row, something like that, or they've lost... Yeah. Is, now, is Nuno in trouble? He could He could be. Uh, boards do tend, especially teams that are likely to get sucked into relegation battles, uh, boards do tend to press the panic button, don't they? Hmm. I, I mean, in fairness, they have Arsenal next. So they have an easy win coming up. Well, you, I right, don't well, know what you're saying. Well, that no, I'm joking. You've been playing really well. I'm joking, I'm joking. No, no you're not. You're not, no, Liam. You're not, That's the trouble. <laughs> I, have had, I have had enough of you. I've oh, had no. enough of you. We're, 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 we're going to smash him. It's fine. <laughs> now, see, now, now we know that you're being disingenuous and lying. So, I think for the next 30 seconds, you're on mute. Hmm. That's fine. Um, That's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll just go have a wank. I mean, no, I said 30 seconds, not 10 seconds. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's fine. It gives you time to clean up. <clears throat> Jeez. He, needs, he needs 20 seconds to find it, though, Reese. Don't forget. He gets it mistaken for his pubes. <laughs> um, no, but. Oh. But no, uh, so to go back to no, Nuno being in trouble though for Wolves, I mean, yeah, granted, yeah, he did a great job taking them from the Championship um, to the Premier League and they had a great season getting to Europe and they've got a, a good group of players there, but I, I, I do think he could be in trouble. And to be honest, it's a shame because I really do like Nuno. I think he's a very, very good mm. manager. They just don't look the same to you about Nimes today, basically. No. No, and I, I said that. I think you, I mean, and that's the thing. They need again. Granted, they signed uh, William Jose from Real Sociedad uh, on loan, um, but I, I, I just don't. I, I personally don't think we'll see Jimenez again. I really don't because look, look. look I mean, Ryan Frey, who was the last one to come back from a, last place to come back for a fracture score, and he was never the same again. He couldn't do it. And I, I, I fingers crossed, everything's crossed that Jimenez comes back because he's a very, 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 mm. very and on its day. Yeah, I, I do see where you're coming from. I hope you're wrong, but I do see where you're yeah. coming from. It is a, it is a nasty injury and a, a very tough one to make a full recovery from. In, in, in fairness, I think he's had a pretty good career. 
I mean, if 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 it sadly is the end, at least he's had a good career, you know. From well, like we'll so, Mason, when he gets the news, we'll send you to console him, uh, uh, Liam. No, I, I don't mean like, I'm, I'm just yeah, trying to. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right, mate. You've had a good. You've had good career, mate. Don't. You should be happy. It's a really sad situation. What's What's worse than this? What are, are, is this worse? Oh, than the analogy. <laughs> Ah, it's, it's all Bastards. right, mate. You've, had a good, you, you've got a fractured school. You've had a good career, though. Don't, don't try and come back. You've had a good career. <laughs> well, he, he's, he's, oh, fucking, you fucking melt. <laughs> but apparently, he's actually close to coming back as well. So, I mean, hopefully... But hopefully see, he does. This is the thing, though. Is he, is, he, is he close to coming back to, what, light training? Or is he going back to full contact? There's a difference. And especially with him and as his game is all built on physicality and using his head. Yeah. I mean, Petrček got away with it because Petrček played in goal, mm. and he could he, he could wear that that um, head um, he could wear that head guard, whereas I don't think Jimenez could because again, there's a risk of he getting clattered in the head. Well, some... goalkeepers don't have to header the ball either. I mean, if you know there's a corner opportunity and he's got to head head the ball to score a goal. I mean. I mean that could have an adverse effect. You just don't know, do you? And it's also as well if he fucking prayed as an apple, but he gets another knock to the head, mm. not knowing what could happen. So mm. I, I hope he, I hope he's okay. I hope he comes back. I hope he comes back better than ever. I hope he doesn't score against the Albion. Who has a shit game against West Brom? But apart from that, I do hope we see Raul Jimenez back. So yeah, I think if he comes back, the Wolves do well, but. Uh, if I was bored, if I if I was in charge of Wolves, I wouldn't sack Nuno. I think I think I think he's had a uh, I think he's done enough for me personally to keep his job. Granted, if they get to, if, they, if they get if they keep going on this de- decline, then maybe a change will happen. Happen, but um, personally, I I don't I think it'd be a bit harsh to sack him. Yeah, well, hopefully things will improve now they've got this. They get this new loan signing in place because they couldn't leave it they, without Jimenez and with Diego Jota gone to Liverpool, they had to bring someone in to replace him. Yeah, I mean mm. that's the thing. I think I, I think they put the regs in one basket with Jimenez. I think you know Jimenez would stay fit, and he, they were doing well with Jimenez there. But then, as I said, football is a really cruel game. You get one bad injury, and you haven't replaced that play. You're fucked. So. He's had a good career, though, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Liam, you do say some silly things. I'll be nice about it. Oh, God's sake. All right, so now (laughs) we'll we'll now get on to... uh, Posh people, they just don't think like us normies, do they? No, Tory wanker. Uh, So now (laughs) we'll talk about uh, Arsenal versus Manchester United at the Emirates. Um, a nil-nil draw, and uh, with an understrength Arsenal team, um, it was missing uh, five players um, from the uh, from the game against Southampton. Um, Odegaard though was on the bench. Um, uh, he had a good a little cameo when he came on. But um, Carla, come to you first. How did you how how do you uh, assess this game? Um... It's a hard one to assess. Yeah, Arsenal were under strength, but I don't, I don't think either team did enough to really win the match. Both teams had portions where they sort of dominated possession. Perhaps Arsenal slightly more so, but Man United have their the, the points where uh, we passed the ball well, but we we just 
you, you, there's no other word to use, and you'll just laugh because you're a little schoolboy. But there's just not really any penetration for United. There's just lots of passing around, but they're not really making any real clear cut chances. And I don't think it's helped because Marshall looks so sort of out of form. So does Rashford. Um, if you're not getting the ball to Cavani, he's not going to score. He, he, he's not getting the service he needs. Um, yeah, you're, not going, you're not going deep. That's what it is. You're not yeah. going, or hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> See, and the thing is that you said when you left penetration, you left. You are the schoolboy. You are the child. <laughs> we're, just, we're just sort of... Well, it's just because I was waiting for you to say something like you just did. But, um, yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're, there's some nice passing around the box, but it's not it's not taking us anywhere. I don't... It's so, I don't know. There's something lacking... Somewhere. Yeah, and, I was, and I think it's like we were saying before, lack of fans and these sort of bigger, uh, these bigger matches as well. Teams are going out more worried and concerned not to lose rather than to actually go out and win the match. And I think that's been many nights' problem in a lot of these games against Liverpool and Chelsea. We've had a lot of either one nil defeats or draws because uh, at least setting up to not lose rather than to go out and win. Yeah, I, 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 think, I think there's a, there's a lot of foreplay, and you're scared to go mm. all in. I think that's what it is. We're not going to fourth base or whatever it is. Yeah, I, never, yeah. I never quite understand the base analogy in America, but <laughs> oh no, no one says Americans are weirdos. But no, um, I, I, I do, I, especially big games like this. Lack of fans is bad. Hmm. Yeah. The things I, I think you said, I think you set yourself up a bit weirdly. I mean, I'm looking at the lineup now. You know, you had McTominay, Fred as the two pivots. You have Pogba on the left wing. It's, I mean, I mean, I'm sure you can you can play there, but it seems like you're set up very defensively. Yeah, it's almost like he's trying to force players into positions that isn't their best, just to try and get them on the pitch at times, rather than playing the best players in the best position, a bit like what England do. He's just trying mm. to cram who he thinks this is the best 11 on that day in the team, and he's trying to put square pegs into round holes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do want to praise, though, David Luiz in this game. Mm. I think I think this is probably one of, one of David Luiz's best games I've seen him have in a long time. Um, again, Holden had another good game as well. Shaw had another, had a good game for Man United, but I would say just... Shaw was our best player. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I can't disagree with that. Um, how? Um, however, yeah, there was just I don't know what it was. It was just a, especially if I go back to the Liverpool game, the Liverpool game and this game, especially just involved Man the big games. It's just. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just lacking so much quality. It's it's really weird. Yeah, because... as I say, he's he's more concerned of not losing than actually trying to win. I think that's I think yeah. that's the trouble. He's there's still we're 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 improving and we're getting there, but we, I think we're still a few key signings away from actually being proper challengers. And uh, the yeah. last couple of I think the, the last couple of matches of. Highlighted that. But... I mean, let's be you still you still sit second. Oh yeah. I mean, I'd... I mean, let, let, let's be honest. If if we were said to you, you'd be second place in a table after you start the season. You'd be fucking laughing. 
Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not complaining. Like, oh, no, like no, no, Liam, no, no. I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. stating what I see as as facts. I still think we should be good enough to finish uh, top top fourth or fourth or third, especially from yeah. the position we are now. Maybe even second, but we've. I still think we've got a long way to go before we can. Well, not a long way to go, but we're, we're still uh, we're still a little way off being proper title challengers. Let, let's say that. Yeah. We need a bit I, more. I, I need we need to... a bit more width. I think we need better players. Better players on the wing for one thing, and we need all our strikers firing because I don't know if, it, if the burn time. Um, I mean, Martial looks a shadow of the player that was scoring goals for some last season. Maybe Rashford. Um, I know he's been out from all his the games he's playing and the charity work as well. Maybe he needs a bit of a rest, but he's not quite. He's not quite firing. As he can, as we know he can do. Yeah. Yeah. There's something that kind of was a bit annoying for your team, I think, because I feel like Ollie should trust his team a little bit more to kind of do the job. Like, he's, he's, he seemed very defensive, and I think when you played Liverpool in, in the cup and you kind of went balls to the wall, I think you showed that you can, you know, you, you can hang with the best of them. I'm surprised he didn't. Yeah. Uh, he does tend to a bit more in cup competitions, but I think he's scared. To, uh, he's obviously scared to lose points in, yeah. in the league, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's clearly some. There's clearly a bit of fear and uncertainty there when it comes to the bigger league games. That's that's holding them back. As I say, against Liverpool, and we still are in teams um, in the Champions League, like Paris Saint Germain and. Um, is it this pick we played? Nice pick, yeah. We we play, you know, we, in two, well, in one out of the two <laughs> games we played against each team, we we played really well. So I don't know that there's obviously something he's that he's uh, making him uncertain to to really go for it, which Can't. is a shame. And I'm not sure I'm not sure McTominay should have started because he seemed to have some sort of stomach problem. I mean, well, I mean, you're. People get ill, like you know, everyone gets ill. I mean, if he wasn't quite ready to play, he shouldn't have been on the pitch because it affects the whole whole team when one player isn't quite at it. Yeah, he yeah. He, he looked better when he went up. You looked better. When yeah, he yeah, we, we we looked a lot better when he came off. Here's, um, here's I, a question for I, you: How many goals have you scored against the top six this season? Don't think, in the league, I don't think any. You scored one, which is the six-one defeat to Tottenham. Ah, oh, there you go. Man. Which kind of says a lot, I think. And that was a panel, eh? <laughs> yeah, merchants. Um, I do. I just want to say this though. I think Manchester United, as of now, I think are, are better than Arsenal. Um, I, I, I think in terms of star quality of the teams, I think Man United are just a little bit ahead of Arsenal. But then, I think if Arsenal had that killer edge, if they had all their players playing, I think I think Arsenal probably would have beat Man United, especially with this display. Um, also. Mm. Um, I think Odegaard is a really, really exciting signing for, for Arsenal. Um, it may take off the emphasis of playing William, but do you think yeah, that do you think Lacazette said to um, Pepe and all that, um, don't pass to William, we might stand a chance of scoring if we don't pass to him? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, when he, when he came on, I think this, uh, this was actually his best game in the uh, Arsenal shirt. He actually wasn't awful, which kind of surprised me, but yeah, he's still... He's got there was... There was there was one part of the game actually where we gave away the ball and it fell straight to Willian and he made a complete hash 
of a really good goal scoring opportunity. Yeah. And, I, and I messaged Liam at the time saying, thank God that ball dropped to William because anyone else would be going to get in trouble. <laughs> I, th- I think, I think if, that was a, if that was Chelsea William, I think you would have, I think it would have been oh, a goal. Because yeah. it's, it's awesome William, no one cares about it. No, no, no one cares about it. <laughs> um, but just some stats before we, um, so just some stats before we move on from this. So, um, so this was the first goal draw between Arsenal and Man United in the Premier League since February 2014. And also, Man United are winless in all five Premier League games against Arsenal under Oli. The only Manchester United manager to face Arsenal more than once in the top league, the top flight without winning a game. Now, um, there was unfortunately some incidents uh, after this game and also in midweek. Uh, fans take to Twitter to racially abuse uh, Axel Planzebe, Anthony Martial, and also Marcus Rashford. Um, I think we could safely say, as a whole collective, uh, racism has no place in football, it has no place in life, let alone just in football. And the sooner that these keyboard warriors can go fuck themselves, the better. Um, there is, I can't, there, there is nothing that warrants anyone being racially abused at all. West Brom had it as well. Uh, Remain Sawyer's racially abused after Man, the Man City game. A man has been arrested um, for, for that incident, which is a, a step in the right direction because I do believe if, you, if you're going to be racist, uh, you should be held accountable for your actions. Mm. So uh, I think I say, I actually say, I think I say for all three of us, uh, racism has no place. If you are a racist and you listen to this podcast, please fuck off. Yeah. If you disagree, there's, if no, you disagree. there's no need for it, and it's just—I oh. don't know where it's come. From. You know where it's come from. All of a sudden, for United as well, it's just—it's absolutely no need for it. No, there isn't. There's, there is no need at all, and. Um, I just I, it just shows that this is the, the the worst side of social media. The fact that anybody can can get it and say all these things about it, and with the anonymity of not being able to find out who they mm. are. Well, guess what, bitches? People find out who you are, especially with the one happened with um, Sawyer's forty nine forty nine years of age racially abusing somebody. Forty nine. Jesus. Absolutely pathetic. It's just like. There's no, there's nothing smart about being racist. There's no like, you know, there's no like great idea behind racism. It's just there's there's no logic behind it. It's absolutely just fucking stupid. And I think if you're if you're racist and you believe in some kind of wacky theories or you believe that China created the coronavirus, I think you're just you're just a bit of a moron. I think I think we can be a bit harsher than that. Yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> there, there, there was a word. I, there's a word I can say, but I'm not going to say it. Uh, because with C ends in T, and yeah. that's what you are. Right, well, right. there definitely are something beginning with V, anyway. Yeah, China. Um, Virgin, virgins. I was thinking. Uh, in their in their mum's basements, just tapping yeah, yeah. things because there's little snot nose. Cry baby cowards. 
Wait, are you talking, are you talking about yourself now? You're talking about someone else. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, as, I, as I said, if you disagree with what we've said, then go fuck yourselves. Go away. Go back to your basement. Go back to your fucking racist friends and do not ever listen to this podcast again. Um, because yeah, you're not welcome here. No, you're not. This is a forum for everybody and not just for those simple-minded people who believe that what they say about other people's colour, race, uh, religion, sexual preferences, or anything like that is correct. Go away. Um, So we move now on to our uh, topic. Um, So we're just going to have a little quick light-hearted one here. Who is the best player we've seen play for our respective clubs? Uh, Tottenham Hotspur, Wolverhampton Wanderers, and Manchester City. Um, So, uh, Carl, who is your favourite Manchester City player you've seen play? You, do you know you're saying Manchester City? Yeah, I'm taking the piss. I said Tottenham Wolves and Man City. Ah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Liam, I'll ask you, Liam, who is the best Tottenham player you've seen play for your wonderful club? Best Tottenham player to play for my club? It probably would be Harry Kane, considering he was in our in our academy. <laughs> <laughs> Not Saul Campbell. <laughs> no wonder. You, no wonder you hate him so much. It's jealous. <laughs> it's jealousy. It oh. all makes sense now. No, Wait, no. Are, are, right. we actually, are we actually doing favourite Tottenham players? <laughs> no, 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 no. Who, who is that? so from West Brom, Man United, and Arsenal? So, Carl, uh, Carl, what's up with you? Who is who is your favourite Manchester United player? You've seen play. So is it favourite or best? I need to because those two things. Oh, are best. So best, 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 best. We'll say best. It's all right. If I'm going for the best player, I've seen play for United. I'd probably have to say um, Wayne Rooney when everything's all considered as long longevity and goals scored. Uh, Ronaldo probably a better player technically, but he was only there for a, a few seasons. And I think the seasons he was there, arguably Rooney was a better player. So, um, yeah, I think what he achieved at United um, was pretty, you know, unparalleled what it is because he's, you know, he broke a record held for years by Bobby Charlton to become a highest ever goal scorer. He scored some outstanding goals. He talked about City, that overhead kick against City. And he re- he really made us tick for a lot of years. I can't, I can't believe he broke the record at Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> on a cold on a cold day at Stoke. It, it was a, it was a cold evening at Stoke. It was that free kick was beautiful though. But yeah, I think Wayne, Wayne Rooney. Whenever I saw Wayne Rooney play, it was he just made it look effortless. <laughs> effortless the way he played football and. I think a lot of England fans give him sticks, saying, oh, he didn't do it in a tournament. Yeah, that kind of goes against him, but he's still England's top scorer, Manchester United's all-time leading goal scorer, and, yeah, one of the best players we've ever produced. So I can't, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Wayne a great show. Liam, who's yours? Um, my favourite is actually a bit of a... Best! Best, oh, best, right, okay, Jesus. Um, I mean, I think it has to be, it has to be Henri. It is a bit of a boring shout, but he had everything. He had Stop. pace, he had the skill, he had the strength. I mean, he had the goals, the passion. It was just every, everything you wanted from a club club legend, I think. I still stand Terrell Reese, the best one I've ever seen. He's, he's phenomenal. He's uh, very good, he's very good. I mean, he, oh. even, even when he went to Barcelona and he was playing out of position, I thought he was absolutely... Brilliant, and he and he was really old then as well. I think he's what 32, 
Fuck off. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's For me. I'm player, going. Football player. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I'm ten years older than that age. You're just saying now, Liam. So you can piss off. Mute him. He's muted forever. You know, you know, professional footballer. It's fine. <laughs> he was in the 1830s. <laughs> 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 he oh, was the Christ. first. <laughs> we weren't professional. We weren't even. They, weren't, they hadn't even invented professionalism when I, in football <laughs> when I started. Uh, oh, God, oh God! This is a hard one. This is best player, best player I've seen at the Albion. Uh... And no loan players. <laughs> no loan players. Uh... I have to say, Odden Wingo. Mm, he was quite good, actually, to be fair. But he was... Without Odden Wingy, I don't think we would have stayed up with the amount of goals he scored. got 30 Premier League goals for us in all things. Yes, granted, his legs has been a bit tarnished with how he handled um, QPR. Yeah, uh, that does let him down a little bit, doesn't it? Well, he's, he, not, he's not the only player to actually, no. kick up a fuss about a move, though, is he? Let's be honest. No, I, no, I changed. It's not Odden Wingy. It's, uh, it's... Oh, here we go. You're always changing. No, no. You're always changing your mind. You have to stick now. New rules. What the fuck are you telling me what to do? Because I can and I it's... am. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Liam, if you start back. I'm, I, I'm a card on this one. What? what? <laughs> Yeah, mute him. Just mute him. No, uh, no. You're I mean, naughty boy, Reese. No, no. It was it was under Chris Brunt or Odden Wingy. Uh, Brunt for his I'm lunch. Just, mate, I'm just winding you up. No, no, no. I'd go with Odden Wingy. The fact is the the amount of goals he scored for us, and the fact he he, he yeah, he was a, a very good when player. he wanted. To, yeah, when he wanted to play, he, he was he was very good. No doubt about he, it. L- L- Lukaku was a shout. That season when Lukaku was yeah. Uh, that, 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 I still stand. It's probably the best football season I've seen, and that was, oh God, man, that was nine years ago. Jesus Christ! What, 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 what about what about Nabry? Uh, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to the ending uh, segment. The 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 most prestigious awards in all of podcasting. The the reason why me, Con, and Liam are here. It mm-hmm. is, of course, the Patricks. Now, I am. I'm now. I, I am the defending uh, champion uh, because I, you know, I got three in a row. Liam still has zero. Carl has mm. one. Uh, so my pick this week. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's Sam Allardyce giving it fist bumps. <laughs> the genius <laughs> at work. It's no, there is nothing funnier than seeing a man head to toe in fucking. Um, he was wearing this massive coat. He got his hood up. He looked like a cold old man giving Scott Parker <laughs> fist bumps. <laughs> it was it was just so funny to see. He just he, 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 I don't know who's more uncomfortable giving fist bumps like Samuel Adams or Roy Hodgson. <laughs> <laughs> But no, my choice is Sam Allardyce giving out fist bumps. Uh, Carl, we'll go. Who, what's yours? 
My, my choice is Liam's retrospective over Harry Kane. He said, oh, I was goodness. wrong all along. And I, I, he's actually Tottenham's best player. <laughs> Never happened. Yeah. Oh, we have to message you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh. to be honest, Carl, I, I like that pick, but that does mean Liam would be the first one out of all three of us to beat in the Patricks. <laughs> <laughs> So, Lee, Lee what, what's, what, what's your pick? So, I've actually gone to the Dutch League and um, the, I, 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 I saw a player who um, scored four Bastard. goals called um, Jez Hornkamp. Three-nil <laughs> <laughs> down, Jez Hornkamp, four goals to win in the game. You fucking bastard. <laughs> I mean, what a legend. <laughs> I mean, oh, all right. So we've got Jizz Hornkamp, <laughs> <laughs> Sam Allardyce giving fist bumps, or Liam Liam uh, doing a one eighty about Harry Kane. <laughs> uh, I fucking hate. You. I don't. I, I don't think there's any choice really. Is that it's it's Jizz, it's Jizz Hornkamp. <laughs> Jizz Hornkamp is in the he's in the Patrick's. Yes. <laughs> I finally win. <laughs> well, when he was saying Dutch League, oh God, what shit is he going to come up with this time? It's <laughs> on camp. That's one of the best names ever. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> he, he could never, he could never play in England with that name, could he? He's, he's doomed. He's doomed to never play in the Premier League. Introducing number twenty-four, Jizz Hornkamp. <laughs> oh, he's gonna jizz on you. Be careful. Oh. <laughs> we love you, Jizz. We do. We love you, Jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez on him, my lord. Jeez on him. <laughs> we've got jeez in our team. We've got jeez in our team. Bless him. <laughs> Bless the jeez. I've been waiting for this for ages. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... I can't believe fucking <laughs> Liam's in the fight. Liam got me. Uh, oh. Hopefully he'll stop. Hopefully he'll stop whining. He hasn't won one now. <laughs> I'm annoyed he's won one. <laughs> yeah, but you, you couldn't say no to Jess Horncamp. Let's be honest. I really wanted to say no. <laughs> at least you've learned from your Ian Wright mistake. So fair play to yeah. Oh, yeah, next, you. Oh, uh, to me, I was. I was going to pick Ian Wright. With oh, you <laughs> we would have, we both would have as well. I was, and then you suddenly changed to Os, that Osgood or whatever his name is, and uh, yeah, what an absolute prick! <laughs> but no, we, so we, we we leave we leave Danny Patrick uh, in his retirement home, and we now got our plugs. Carl, take it away. You can find me at Carlos underscore fire eighty at Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us at Rogue underscore Opinions on Twitter and Instagram, and you can check out any good podcasting platform for our back catalogue of Bantam Munich's Room Five Hundred Ones and uh, the B Team doing their wrestling fantasy wrestling cards. 
that uh, apparently oh, we, they didn't book too they much. should shout yeah they should shout Bruce Pritchard apparently yeah yeah um who said that um you can find me on Twitter. Uh, sorry, my mic went mad again. You can find me on Twitter at Arsenal's nineteen ninety five. You can find Liam at Jizz Horncamp. <laughs> Damn it, I was going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's always talking to you. And goodbye. Bye. Love you. <laughs>